0: This episode is brought to you by Treehouse. Do you ever wish you could look over the shoulder of your designer or developer heroes and learn from the best? Well, at Treehouse, you can. With a gold membership, you get access to their entire projects library, watch as their crackerjack team take various projects from idea to implementation, then download the source code and get your own hands dirty. You can finish it all off by completing quizzes and code challenges to show off what you've learned. Build your app, launch your own startup, or get that dream gig. Go to teamtreehouse.com forward slash learn forward slash projects to learn more. There'll be a link, of course, in the show notes. At Treehouse, they're trying to help you bring your ideas to the light of day. Excuses not included.
1: Mr. Hurley. Mr. Rowan. How are you, my friend? Dandy, good sir. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great that uh that queen of you uh a queen of yours uh had a had a big jubilee uh over there and uh in in the british isle
0: yep uh, last week recent... time. yeah yeah and there's been been uh, a lot of british pride knocking about these fair isles at the moment lots of union flags hanging all over the place and it's been nice
1: that's, that's great yeah it's that's... nice
0: we don't we don't we don't we don't display our flag as, as much as, as uh, yeah. our cousins in the States do. Well, I don't think there's any real specific reason for it. I just think the country tends to have, on a daily basis, a lot less patriotism.
1: Yeah, I, I think when you've been around for, I don't know, a thousand years, you really don't have to, you know, that that speaks for itself. You don't need you to know? shout about it so much. Don't need I'm the, not saying know, that yeah, you do, yeah, but yeah, I mean, exactly.
0: I think that's the mindset is, is slightly different, right?
1: Right, right. But then, I when mean, when we you know, do it, we we really go for it as well, you know. Yeah, well, as as well you should. I mean, yeah. sixty years—that's a momentous occasion. Very. My 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 wife was relating to me that uh, that she was uh, she was there uh, for the uh, for the silver jubilee right. uh, when she was younger, um, i.e. Twenty-five years. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's just crazy when you think about it. Uh, but we didn't come to talk about England. We didn't. Um, so, uh, this is what I did want to talk about. <clears throat> so there's there's a, a a book that I've only only started to peruse, so please forgive me uh, if, if I get any of this wrong. But uh, the name of the book is recommended to me by my friend Garrick. It's called Thinking Fast and Slow and is basically about how we think and how um, we we have kind of two sides to our brain, you know, two thinking centers to our brain and one of one of those is uh, very uh, has evolved to be very reactionary it's 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 meant to like you know oh my gosh there's a lion you know run sort of thing oh my gosh there's a you know there's 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 a dragon fight you know what i mean it's it's you know this very kind of um you know it's what spurs us to action when when met with danger yeah oh, and 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 keeps us safe right but then there's this other part that is more analytical and thinks through things a lot and uh, has a tendency to you know that's the part that uh, that makes us say, "Yes, there's a lion, but it's 20 yards away and in a cage, so we don't have to run. Right, <laughs> um, and that these these two parts of our brains are constantly in conversation with each other. You know, one is reacting, and the other one is analyzing, and uh, and that this is a good thing. It's a good balance most of the time. So that said, I think a lot of times, and you know, this book kind of points this out. The analytical part of our brain is kind of lazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It likes it. It likes to move slow. Take
0: its time to think things through. Likes,
1: likes to take its time mm-hmm. to think things through. And because of that, it can, oftentimes, accept the lies that the fast part of our brain tells us. Right? It is you know for instance uh uh you know these are the manifestations of phobias, right you know uh, f- uh, uh, f- you know oh, I've got a fear of flying, why do I have a fear of flying because it could crash well, the chances of that happening or this that and the other you know are are so infinitesimally small in comparison to all the other things that could kill us that is it really worth worrying about well. In, the case, in that case, the analytical brain is going, yes, I understand the analysis. I understand the truth, but it's going to kill us because the, the, the fast part of our brain told us it is, right? And, and we're just going to believe it because it's much easier than doing the analysis.
0: And who has the time?
1: And it has the time, right? Um, so – I think a lot of times p- projects and tasks get caught inside of that tension. Um, and I have a really good recent, for instance, of this. This is something that actually happened to me. So uh, we recently came into possession of a really nice five burner gas grill. Like, you know, the executive all-American barbecue model, like mm-hmm. the kind that uh, you guys just don't even know about over there. Because, because we don't.
0: Well, what's the point?
1: Yeah. What's one, the point? one day a Sunday, yeah. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Plus, you know, I mean, you have a big wad of meat that you throw into your into your ovens every Sunday. Why would you need to, to grill it, right? Exactly. Roast it. Yeah. You just roast it. You throw it in the oven. But here, here you know, we like to think, that uh, cooking over open flame somehow makes us more, I don't know, manly. Um, And uh, and so we do that a lot, uh, especially in the summer. Um, And so got this really nice grill. It was given to us. A friend of ours uh, uh, had it uh, and her and her husband hardly used it. They got it as a gift and they're just not really much for grilling and he's in the army and a way over in afghanistan somewhere um and so she's even grilling even less now you know i mean they it just didn't get used and uh at some point it had uh gotten knocked over in a in a in a windstorm um on their deck and it uh the broke off all the knobs Basically shattered the knobs, the plastic knobs on the front. um, And then broke off one of the little doohickey things that the knobs attached to. And they even went through the trouble of, like, ordering up the replacement parts. Ordered up this whole new control panel unit and ordered up all brand new knobs. Had all this stuff still sitting in the box. Finally, we were looking for a grill and my wife had put out on, on Facebook um that you know hey if anyone has a gas grill that they want to sell you know we we'd like to buy it and she was like oh not only do i have one you can have it but you are going to have to fix it and here's what needs to be done but we don't think it's all that hard you just you know you know you, you but you can take it you can have it score bonus yeah. you know because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a you know i mean brand new this grill probably costs Three fifty four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and so uh, and so. Yeah, went out and got it, brought it back home, you know, along with the parts in their boxes. Unloaded it from the car. And I kind of opened it up and I looked at the manual and I opened up the box of parts and I looked at that and kind of did a quick five minute assessment of the situation. Decided that this was a big huge project that I just didn't have any time for <laughs> and that it was going to take hours and I obviously didn't have hours to spend on it right then and there and that I would get to it eventually. This was seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yep. It might as well have been, right? It was is a, a little bit over a month ago. um, And you know, I pass by the thing all the time, going to and from the garage because it's just sitting out there in the backyard on the patio. And, uh, you know, uh, I I had a project all set up in OmniFocus, you know, fixed gas grill, you know, s- step one, you know, research instructions to discover how to do it. You know, step two, yeah, I mean, the whole nine yards, mm-hmm. I'd broken it all out and... became this big kind of two beer lazy Sunday afternoon project finally this past Sunday I found the time to do it and so I I started to started to dig in and took up you know took the parts out of the box and got my got my uh, my drill and the screwdriver bits and started to take it apart you know because it was I mean several screws and I was going to have to basically disassemble the grill to get to this control panel part and uh, so I started to do that and all of a sudden this little voice likely coming from the slow part of my brain said because remember the slow part of your brain is also the lazy part of your brain it said you know, you you don't have to do this. There's five burners on this grill, and only one of them is broken. You're going through all of this work to replace the entire control panel, all five of these doohickeys, and this whole big piece, when really, you could just stick the knobs on the four that remain and cook up a storm. I mean, it's like this huge light bulb went off in my head. Mm -hmm. The thought never occurred to me that, oh, my gosh, maybe I don't have to do this project. Maybe it will work just fine as it sits right here and now. That Finally, the analytical part caught up with the part that was screaming, there are lions there, and brought some reason and rationality to the situation. Which was great because, you know, so I'm like, great. So I I stop what I'm doing, stop where I am, take the knobs out of their little individual boxes, put them on the four that are not broken. Then the little voice said, why don't you bend down and look inside the, the hole where the broken doohickey is? And so I did. And right next to where the, the broken doohickey, there are two little screws. And so I look over at the control panel, the the the, the working one, the, the replacement one, and right next to all of its doohickeys were these two little screws. And if I could just get a thin, small screwdriver in there, I could unscrew these screws And take off the broken doohickey and replace it with one of the doohickeys from the big replacement control unit, which I did. And now I have a practically new working five burner gas grill. And instead of it taking me hours to get there like the fast thinking part of my brain had convinced the slow part of my brain that it would. It took me really 20 minutes, (laughs) a good 10 of which were spent, you know, basically getting halfway into Uh, you know, not even halfway, getting, you know, starting down the wrong path. And I, I think that this is just a general lesson overall. That sometimes our lizard brains build mountains where only roads exist. Mainly so we have an excuse not to venture down them. but in fact that friction is fiction mhm it is just the fast thinking part of our brain that is you know in in constant search of having to do as little work as possible right
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: and and the smallest amount of work is to not do any work at all, right? You know, the, the 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 you know the safest thing to do is to not venture down this unknown path. You know that the 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 safest thing to do is to not get on that plane that could possibly fall out of the sky at any moment, despite the fact that there's nothing down that path and that that plane will not fall. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, how many projects, you know, can you look through your list of tasks, your list of projects, and identify the many, I'm sure, are there that fall into that category? That you've convinced yourself are harder than, than, than they look on the face of it, or that take more time that you've convinced yourself they take more time than they actually do or any other number of impediments that your lizard brain has put there <laughs> to make you move on to something else, to something easier, to something, I don't know, that takes less effort.
0: It's like I have this... Sometimes when you know I think to myself, oh, I've got far too many um, to do items today than than I have time for, and that means I might as well just not do any of them. And then Mm -hmm. when when I actually take the time to actually grab an index card and a pen and write down what it actually is, it's not as big or as scary as I thought it would be, and it's actually not that many things, and more than achievable. And that's the part of my brain that's saying to me, you don't have the time for this. And when I engage my analytical brain and try to actually work out the time for it, it's a lot more manageable.
1: Yeah. Well, and uh, in my experience, what I find is I'll write down that, that list ahead and look at the list and go, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of stuff. But when I start actually doing them, knocking them off, I look down and suddenly that list is cut in half. I'm like, holy cow, I'm on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is great. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, and, but yeah, complete fiction. Complete <laughs> fiction that your mind puts up to say, oh, you, you're never going to make it. You're never going to be able to do all of this. Why even bother trying? Because it's so much easier to not, right? Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to give in to to, uh, to to fast brain to lizard brain, especially because slow analytical brain is really lazy. <laughs> Would really not rather not do that stuff, right? Uh, so I don't know. That's you know uh, that's my 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 thought for the day. I th- I think you know. Uh, so many things, so many things fall into that, into that tension, into that category between fast thinking and slow thinking. And that, uh, you know, if we just take the time to really give it an honest look, oh, the things we could do, right? Mm -hmm. And also that the, the, you know, the great things have been achieved by people simply overcoming that right by simple people simply not believing not only their brain but all the other people that told them something can't be done right we could never put a man on the moon we could never achieve racial equality in the united states right <laughs> you know that uh you know that uh, uh, You know, that that these things, you know, are um, are all mountains and roads specifically built to keep people from venturing down them, right? And all it took was for one person to say... Not only don't I believe there's a mountain there, but if there is, and I encounter it, I'll just simply walk over it and keep going down the road. That's what history is made of. And in ways big and small, that's what our lives are made of, too. Mm -hmm. So, with that, I think... We should just talk later.
0: We will. Cheers.
1: Cheers.